So, um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good start. <laughs> so, uh, I'm here with a Nanny. What's your major? Psychology major. Psycho Yo, really? Yeah. You knew this. <laughs> no, I really, I did not. Oh, really? I did not. No, yeah. I'm a psychology major. I love having conversations with psychology majors. Like this podcast could turn into a five hour podcast if we both had the time. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, I don't have the time either. <laughs> so okay, that, that's a good start. Well, yeah. So basically, um, yeah, this is Nanny. She's a... Uh, studying abroad you're leaving this friday huh yeah I'm yeah leaving. so thanks for making the time to like fit this podcast into your schedule mm -hmm. and yeah so basically we're talking about like mental health stuff today um because yeah you you have an interest in that huh yeah so like what caused you to have an interest in mental health like from the past um it's mainly like personal experiences to be honest it's like things that I didn't know about and I'm like oh shit it wasn't until I found myself like in a clinical setting that it was like oh like this happens it wasn't just me kind of feeling so after that it's like wait hold on like how do we take care of ourselves because mm. it's like um so I was myself in a clinical setting and I thought I was the only one at the like depression never really happened because it was hidden like throughout high school like it's always yeah. been hidden and it wasn't until I found myself like in such a place that I was like, wait, you're here, you're here. Wait, we're all around the same ages. How come we don't talk about this? Mm, so yeah. I think that's when I started to like, okay, like if there's so many people who go through mental health issues and crisis, how come we don't talk about it? So that's yeah, when wait, I'm like, when, when did this all start? Like when did um, all this happen? I was 16. So like junior year of college? Yeah, it was my junior year of like halfway through my junior year. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Was it over a guy? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you're asking the real questions. <laughs> okay, no, I'm not even going to lie. Um, it wasn't necessarily just a guy, but it was like a lot of things going on in my life. And there happened to be a guy. <laughs> God. I never really said this to anyone, but like, it's like my best friends, they know, but oh, yeah. Mm, yeah, because it's yeah. the same kind of situation, like, almost the exact same situation for me, because all this... A guy? <laughs> yeah, a guy. <laughs> no, it's a girl, but um, they kind of started for me and like, yeah, around junior year, because junior year, like I, before junior year, I was like really introverted. So like, mm -hmm. I don't know, I wouldn't even like really talk to that many girls because I would just kind of I had like a lot of social anxiety and stuff so like I never really I was just kind of like I don't know how to talk to girls I like I don't even think any girls are gonna like me so I never even like bothered with it too much it, was, it always used to be kind of like it sounds so weird it always used to be kind of like a dream to talk to my girls <laughs> relatable as fuck <laughs> yeah and then I got into junior year and then I started talking to this one girl and then like but honestly like thinking back to it now it was kind of just like friends honestly yeah. <laughs> and but like for me like for me to ha hold a conversation with a girl at the time that was like a big thing for me I was like holy shit what the fuck I'm holding a conversation I like shit. this girl and then uh, I just like really started liking her and then like she didn't feel the same way about me and then that just kind of led to a whole bunch of other shit I just kind of got like depressed over that mm -hmm. and then at that time I never really knew like what that is like when I got into college is when I really started like learning about like what depression is how you feel all mm -hmm. that stuff 
So that that's how it was for me. And I feel like it goes back to like people don't really talk about it because like yeah. I was a junior in high school and like I didn't know what depression was either. Yeah. And it was like, you know, like all the symptoms of not eating, not sleeping well and like just being really sad all the time and like a lot more than that. And um, my mom at that time, because, OK, first of all, I'm Mexican <laughs> and in the Mexican family um, or I guess in the Mexican environment, if you're not eating, not doing anything, you're seen as, it's more of a, you're being lazy. Mm. It wasn't really like anything's wrong with you. It was yeah. like, you're being lazy. And it wasn't until like things really escalated that they're like, oh, wait, let's take you to the doctor now. Oh, so, so that's how it started? Yeah. So it was like, at first it was like, oh, you're just, a guy broke your heart. You're being lazy. And then like back then I was taking like five AP classes. So that's. On me, I probably shouldn't have done that to myself. Um, but yeah, I was very, I was challenged academically a little too much. And I was crying over a boy, <laughs> to sum it up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so like, w did you tell your, like, were you kind of open about like how you were depressed and stuff with your family? Or were you kind of like trying to hide it? I was definitely trying to hide it. Like, I didn't. Because I didn't know what it was. And yeah. For me, it was just like, I'm just sad. Uh, like, for me, it was like, I, mean, I don't want to do anything. That's good your parents noticed, though. Because for yeah. me, like, what I realized is I really, like, I really kind of made an effort to hide it. And um, no one knew. Like, even my closest friends, my parents, no one knew. And that's what kind of, because I've always, like, just growing up like throughout elementary school mm -hmm. and stuff I've just kind of like always um kept everything to myself because I just didn't really feel like that accepted by others like everyone would be very judgmental towards me and part of it is because of like the area like the school I went to and mm -hmm. stuff the people there they were just like very judgmental and negative stuff like that so yeah like for me I just kind of kept everything in and now like now I'm just like so open and transparent about everything yeah. I feel like I did the same way and the same thing in that way that um, I was very close to, like, I don't want to talk about it. Mm, Obviously, yeah. like, you, you're not just going to go around and be like, oh, well, this is going on <laughs> yeah. in my life. So I don't want to talk about it. And it, it wasn't until, like, after everything happened, after getting released from the clinic, after getting, like, more help and all that, that I was like, okay, well, I'm, this is me. Like, I'm going to be transparent about it. Mm. And over the years, I feel like that's, been something I've definitely been working on because I feel like when you're more transparent and more um, more yourself, that's when you really make those connections with people yeah. and you're able to like just have a more fulfilling life, I guess. That's yeah. a little philosophical. <laughs> 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 no, but like that's how I feel. It's like Yeah, it's the truth there, yeah. Yeah. And then like the the best part I love about being transparent is like one, other people could learn off of it and then um like if someone else is going through something mm -hmm. like you know like me being open about it could kind of help that other person yeah. and like that's why i'm so transparent with like my life because i kind of the way i think about it is i kind of uh just i'm so open because um you know i feel like i'm part of like a bigger thing like a bigger cause and um i'm able to kind of like contribute to it by being transparent yeah like by helping others out i definitely feel like putting on a face of like I'm perfect and all this doesn't really help other people because then that isn't like you don't even have the room to make those connections yeah it's like and it, and the thing I hate about um 
trying to like look like you're perfect is you kind of like you don't, you're not yourself like you, you yeah. have to hold yourself back so yes. much you can't be the genuine you that's yes. what I hate that's what I realized like I used to do that like throughout high school and yeah. like now like I'm not perfect at all <laughs> like boy and, and I acknowledge <laughs> it and like it makes me able to live life so much more like yeah. fun because of that same for me I definitely notice like the change in my friendships like there've been a lot more deeper connections rather than like superficial how are you i'm yeah. good how are you i'm good too yeah there. <laughs> that's the <another laughs> conversation yeah, yeah exactly yeah so hold on okay like i could just continue talking no, about this for really? the longest time I mean, but yeah <laughs> sure. no i could too that's yeah no, that's what i love about these conversations so right now like what do you do to be mentally healthy um so I work out a lot. <laughs> I've started doing that recently too. Like it started off with me going uh working out with mm -hmm. my friend, but then like he goes to college still, so like he's busy with all his college yeah, stuff. Yeah. So I started working out by myself. And I love working out by myself a lot more than going with my friend. Yeah, like, definitely. I I I hate to admit this, but when I work like cuz um, I guess some of my friends notice yeah, I work out and they're like, oh, let's work out together. And I obviously say yes, because I don't want to be mean yeah. or anything. So yeah, I end up working out with them or anything. But it's a lot more, I don't know, it feels a lot better for me to work out on my own because I don't yeah. have to worry about like another person doing the sets or like waiting on each other or anything. And it's just my me time. Like I put yeah. on my headphones, earphones or whatever it is, and I'm just like they're doing me yeah. in fact i tried maybe like two weeks ago i forgot when but like one or two weeks ago i tried um filming something while working out for my youtube video and like i guess it turned out well but in my head like i was just i guess a little too worried about like filming that like i didn't have a good time that's like the one time mm. that i'm like you know what i'm <laughs> never gonna do this again because i don't have a good time working out if i'm filming uh. so it has to be me and my headphones that's it <laughs> <laughs> yeah that, that's because i do that too like i just put on my headphones and i'm kind of just like in a world of my own at that point like I used to be so self-conscious about like what other people think about like while I'm working mm -hmm. out. Now I'm just like I put on my two headphones and I'm like I don't give a shit about what people think about yeah. me. And not to pull the girl card or anything, but like for girls sometimes it's a little more intimidating. So it's just like let me put on my headphones. No one's gonna look at me. Kind of mentality yeah, there's helps so out many, a lot. Like, Oh, I hate this about guys. There's so many weird ass guys. Like they'll just be at the gyms like at the gym being horny fucks and like staring at all the girls and i'm just like oh my god i'm not not even like that but like you see me working out you see me doing my thing why are you gonna come up to me and ask me for something like no like oh they do that too I, i've gotten like a couple like okay i get it i guess but like i had at least one guy come up to me and he's like oh by the way how do you work out this area inner thigh area i'm like Honestly, I don't know. I'm just following my workouts. <laughs> so literally what I told him is like, oh, okay, cool. And then some other guy also asked me for like, I don't know what kind of like glute. Work. I don't know. But I'm just like. They're just like bringing that up yeah. and then like trying to like slowly talk to you yeah, to get your just, number. <laughs> I hope not. Well, neither of them did. But Oh, they never asked? Um, for my number? No. <laughs> they mm. never got it either. You, you probably kind of like just kind of like. Were you like, you know, the way you explained it just now, were you, did you like respond to them that same way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was like, <laughs> honestly, I don't know. I'm just following my workouts. 
Yeah, they're yeah. they're probably. I feel like they probably came up to you to ask you for your number, but then like because of the way you responded, they're just kind of like, okay, never mind. Yeah, <laughs> you probably like scared them off. Yeah. I hope so. <laughs> no, but yeah, I definitely do that too. Like take care of myself, um, and that's more physical, obviously, but it's also mentally in the sense that it's my one hour that I sit for myself. And I try to do that at least on a daily, whether it's working out or anything else. Because sometimes, like, you don't have the gym nearby or, like, you, you don't feel, like, there's times when I don't feel like working out at all. So I pull that one hour or whatever time for something else, whether it's, like, reading or just listening to music. I journal a lot. Like, <laughs> if I show you my diary, it's, like, <laughs> a lot of things people don't want to read. <laughs> Yeah, yeah me, me, me too. I, I do the same. I, I do. I write a lot too, except I type it all. And that, me too. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to say like you handwrite it. Oh, yeah. Wait, <laughs> why, why do you type it? Um, <coughs> um, okay, so there's times when I do write, but I haven't in a while simply because one, I can't find my journal. <laughs> and then two, uh, I just find it uh, like more accessible for me to go on my phone and I have a note section mm. literally titled like 2019 <laughs> writing so I, I like write like I guess every year I change it up so um 2019 writing is just anything that's going on in my life there's times when I'm like hella like mad or something and that's my way of relieving it like my phone is right here let me start typing mm, yeah or my laptop too since it thinks it's like uh, oh it's right here he did this and then this. <laughs> no it's just my way of um i guess venting yeah no i do the same thing it's, it's like really relatable because first of all the reason i type is because i'm a computer science major mm -hmm. so like I always do everything by typing. Like as a computer Makes science sense. major, we don't really handwrite. So that's where I got that whole typing mm -hmm. thing. That's why I was kind of curious, like, because you're not a computer science major. So like, that's why I was wondering, like, why did you type? It's <laughs> but, more accessible. Yeah, definitely. Because I have the same thing. I, I like my notes on my phone sync with the notes on my computer. And then I have two computers too, like one at my house and then the laptop. So like it all syncs with each other. It's so much more convenient. Yeah. Oh. And then, um, yeah, I do the same exact thing. Like when, when something happens and there's just a whole bunch of like anxiety mm -hmm. in my head, I just start like typing everything out, yeah. writing everything out and it really helps. Or even if you're sad, cause I've noticed like there's times when I'm sad, I'm just like, what's going on in my life? And sometimes it just depends. I, I don't know. It could be nothing, but when I'm writing, I realize, oh, it is something mm. like this happened last week and it's still affecting me this week. So, like, you realize things yeah. that you didn't know. You thought, I'm like, I'm just sad for nothing. And then yeah. typing it, I'm like, oh, wait, this is still in my head. This yeah. is still bothering me. That's what I love about it. I think, like, when, you, when we type it out or, like, write it out, um we're like going to the root cause of it that's what I love. Because if you go to the root cause and you fix the root cause, then it kind of just, like, kind of helps it not happen in the future. Mm -hmm. That's what I love about it. And, like... For me personally, I don't know about you, for me personally, like my personality is like changing so much so fast because anytime something comes up, I always go to the root cause of it and mm -hmm. just like change that thing, whatever is causing it. I've um kind of been lately going by something that's like basically for me, if there's something that I could change, I change it. But if I can't change it, then just adapt to it or accept it. Mm. And if it's like a physical quality or something, yeah. then you just kind of accept it. Um, 
Well, it could be in that sense, but I'm talking more like in a situation. If oh, okay. Um, if there's a professor I don't like, <laughs> and I'm going like, so I don't want to bring up my <laughs> issues. <laughs> but if there's a professor I don't like, can I change that professor? And if I change like that, like the class for another class? Um, can I do that and still work with my schedule? Then I do it. If I can, then all I really got to do is accept it and just adapt to it, yeah. adapt to a new style of teaching, find a different way for me to um, do well in that class and then realize, like, okay, this is just temporary at the end of the day. Like, I'm just having it for one semester. Yeah. Like, accept yeah, it. You know, in, si- like, in situations yeah. like that, what really helps me is um, I just kind of think of, like, the overall picture of life Mm -hmm. like if if you look like we're alive for like 70 plus years and like this is going on like having a bad professor like for that situation that's like what a couple months yeah and like even then even though it's a couple months you're seeing him like what like three hours a week it's like so little and like whenever like i get all worked up over like little stuff like that i just think about like dude i'm alive for 70 years like this little thing is not going to affect me five years from now so i don't want that to like ruin my whole couple of months and stuff i've never thought about it well i guess i have but not really but just hearing you say it like that i'm like that like totally makes sense (laughs) like you're not gonna let it like ruin your whole life over a couple months yeah and like the thing like i'm all about like positivity like Mm trying to turn everything positive and like for your situation like i because i used to do that too like i used to like you know go to class every day and like dude i freaking hate this professor i don't want to be here and like that just adds on to the day you know it makes your day that much more like Mm -hmm. slightly more negative but if you're just kind of like you know just optimistic and positive about it then you know it doesn't bring your whole day down and yeah yeah, i just love being positive all the time it really it's like changing your mindset, definitely, because yeah. I've, I've been doing some <laughs> reading lately, <laughs> and, uh, like, I realize, like, a lot of things, it's, like, acknowledging that it's there, like, let's say there's, like, a mental health issue that you're going through, like, acknowledging that it's there, and then moving forward with it, and this is, like, all right, well, like, can I, like, do anything to change it, can I accept it, and then adapt, and, like, whatever it is, it just feels, like, a lot more positive to do it in that sense instead of just having a like angry negative mindset the whole time of like ah mad (laughs) you know um and like I said like I've been doing a lot of reading where it's like a lot of it's like acknowledging that something's there like seeing the picture and then also what are you going to do about it like are you going to continue with a positive mindset and a positive mindset just changes a lot of it does, things it like really from does. positive affirmations to like i don't know expressing it like expressing that positivity with other people like it's i don't know it's definitely made me like realize that being positive has a lot more to add to your life rather than staying angry at things exactly yeah really yeah One thing that I'm doing, like, right now, I used to always, like, when I would look at, like, positive affirmations, when I would hear it, I'd just be like, dude, who does that? Like, why? That's cool. That's cheesy. Yeah. And then, like, when I actually started, like, slightly doing it, I'm like, holy shit, this is, like, really actually nice. Yeah. And this is going to sound, like, hella extra, but I actually did this. So I um, went through, like, a month, I guess, life coach training. Like with, with a real coach or um, like an online type of? Online kind of oh, thing. Okay. So it was online. And every single day she had um, something I had to do differently 
or something I had to do, like a challenge plus a positive affirmation and some writing. So I had to do this for 30 days. Obviously, to be honest, I never really finished it. <laughs> so I still have it. Like I have the PDFs and all that saved up. Maybe I'll do it later on. <laughs> but like every single day was a different positive affirmation. And I had to say it 90 times a day. 90 times Yeah. Around. So it was 30 in the morning, 30 in the afternoon, and 30 at night. And she like explained how like the first couple of days you're going to have a headache you're gonna maybe have like an upset stomach or whatever it is but your body's just not used to having like that yeah. positive affirmation and to say it 30 times like 30 30 yeah. 30 but it really made me feel better in the sense like okay i say in the morning all right i'm starting my day really good and then let's say by the afternoon like something crappy happens so like i have i had the alarm on my phone like oh you gotta say 30 affirmation so like even if you don't want to because you had a crappy day like after that's like oh like aligning it back to like a positive mood and then at night before sleeping so like like i'm saying it sounds hella extra but it really but it helps it yeah. really helped and i thought i was like this is too much like what is she really <laughs> making me do but it really helped and like the challenges too were very um i guess challenging <laughs> well what's like one of the challenges um, the very first one that i remember is start your uh, start your day with a totally completely different routine mm. so if you take these certain streets take the long way so plan ahead mm. basically or if you basically everything that you do you got to do it differently change your environment that's like the big thing for me right mm -hmm. now because I, I, I just recently went to san francisco and that was for seven days and that was a big change of environment because like you know i'm living uh, i stayed with my best one of my best friends from my elementary school mm -hmm. and he currently like stays in downtown san francisco with three other roommates so like when i when i stayed there with all of them it was kind of like i was um living with like college dorm like a college dorm situation okay. type of thing and i've never like personally had that so it was i've always lived with my parents oh, so okay. that, i was gonna ask about that i was like wait but you were in college here yeah so. I, i've always lived with oh, my parents okay. so that was like already like a completely different mm -hmm. like change in situation and then what i love what uh, on top of that it was in downtown san francisco so like i walk out there's people all over the place <laughs> and i love people so i would go out and just like start talking to random people <laughs> I saw your story today, like, I like walking in and talking <laughs> yeah. to people, I'm like, that sounds like him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally on the way today, it was like a 30 minute walk and I was like, I really enjoyed it. Like, for the periods of time when I'm walking by myself, like, I'm just like smiling and stuff. And I, and I was looking around at other people and I'm just like, damn, no one is smiling. Like, everyone's just like so like sad. and I. It kind of like kills me on the inside. I'm just like, I need to, yeah, I need to like spread my positivity around. And then I talked to like one person on the way and then uh, I was just like, so like high energy and stuff. The other person, he was kind of just like really dull, low energy. And uh, I don't know, I, I hope like I added some positivity to his day because I was being all high energy and yeah. stuff. I tried to like that's uh, when you were talking about the positive affirmations that's mm -hmm. the one thing that popped up into my what, what popped up into my mind was um one thing I'm doing right now is I just I'm just trying to be like as positive as I can be with random people mm -hmm. like even when it's something as small as like going to a grocery store at the checkout like I'll try to be like just so positive with the cashier person because yeah. like 
in retail, like I'm pretty sure there's a whole bunch of idiots who are just like, who just start yelling at them for no reason. Yeah. And then I'm just trying to be like as positive as I can, you know, trying to lift their moods as much as possible. Yeah. And I like that. Yeah. I don't know. It puts me in a better mood and it puts the other person in a better mood. I like, and I like it when it's more genuine in the sense like you're like, just be you. Yeah. And just like going along with it. And I feel like that definitely helps a lot because I've worked in like, I've worked in fast food. So I feel like there's times when I had crappy days and like no one was able to change it. But there's other times when I just, I don't know, in genuine smile or like, it sounds very cheesy, but like, <laughs> like a really nice conversation with someone will bring my mood up. And it happens. Like, it's like, I feel like. At the end of the day, it's about spreading positivity, as yeah. cheesy as it sounds. <laughs> <laughs> I know, like, I used to hear all that, like, growing up as a little kid, everyone would talk about that, like, spread positivity, and I'd just kind of be like, why? And, like, I would just ignore it. Like, I'd hear it and then just, like, ignore it. But now that I'm actually doing it, like, it really is pretty powerful. Yeah. Like, people should really get more into it. Yeah, it's, definitely. It's crazy. Yeah. And I think... Uh, I guess going back to the mental health aspect, it's just like so many people are going through like different struggles, different things that you don't know how you could change their, at least their day. Yeah. Or their couple hours or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. So right now, like, do you, I don't know how much you know about like mental health, mm -hmm. but like, what, what, what do you think? think um how, how do i word this i don't even know how to word it <laughs> um, let me see your notes because <laughs> it, it, like my notes it's like no. it's all complicated on that it's worded all weirdly <laughs> on that i'm just like kind of like i have this whole thing of like speaking from the heart because mm -hmm. if i speak from like my notes or something then i don't know what the fuck i'm talking about <laughs> if i speak from my heart it's like more genuine and i'm and i'm able to kind of like it just comes off more genuine. It makes okay. more sense. But uh, um, what I was going to say is, uh, what do you? Th I have this whole perspective of like technology is is what is bringing insecurities. Uh, it's exposing insecurities, mm -hmm. and because it's exposing insecurities, that's why mental health is like a big thing in our society mm -hmm. right now. What do you What do you think of that? Like, do you think mental health? Uh, a lot of people have had mental health issues, like all the time like even in the 1900s like majority uh -huh. of society or do you think it's a more like now thing um if you don't yeah, if no, you no, don't no, no, know no, no, then no. let me know we'll go no no talk no, about no, no 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 because no. i like talking about okay. this I, right. I love it um, <laughs> all right uh i honestly i don't know if it's been the same rate but i think it's always been existent it's just like do we talk about it or do we not and i've definitely noticed over the past couple years that it's becoming uh, like a trending yeah, thing. Yeah, people are yeah. actually talking about it. I'm like, yes, yeah, that's <laughs> what I've been trying to do since high school. Yeah. <laughs> no, like, I feel like people actually talk about it now. I'm like, happy about it. Wait, wait, before you continue, before I forget, I need to tell you this. Okay. In, in my brother right now, he's like 12 years old. He's going to middle school. And like, when I was in middle school, they never talked to us about mental health. Okay. Now, my little brother, he got like a paper from the school. It's like a little permission thing. Basically, what, they, uh, what they're asking parents for permission for is um, they're going to talk about mental health in school. And I was like, wow, dude, they talk about mental health in school now? Like, finally, it's about time. I love that. I, uh, I'm on board. I'm like, let me sign this <laughs> yeah. paper for your parents. <laughs> yeah. No, like, I like... Well, yeah, to add on to that, I feel like people have been talking about it a lot more than they have before. Yeah. So maybe that could be a reason why the rates are higher or it seems to be higher. Um, but then I do 
believe that social media also has I don't know if it's really like completely like this correlates to that like this is what's making bring up more issues but I do think like uh, like you were saying like in social media like we show such a positive perfect life and I think right now the thing in my head is Instagram just because I use that a lot (laughs) (laughs) but like a lot of people try like bring in like a perfect life I'm doing good and doing well and when you're having a shitty day, if you see all that, it's like, oh, well, fuck. I got to do something with my life or else, yeah. like, everyone's having fun and you, I'm not. You know, you know what kills it all? It's comparing. That's what it is. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. Because yes. I really sat down and I was really trying to figure out what it is. And I realized it's comparing. Like, when I compare myself to someone else, that's when I kind of feel shitty about myself. But, like, if you really think about it, it's, like, so irrational mm-hmm. because we have, like, me, whoever I'm comparing myself to, they have a completely, like, fundamentally different life. Yeah. So it makes no sense for me to compare myself to them. Yeah. And you have no idea what they're going through. Exactly. That yeah, too. You don't know. Like, at the end of the day, we don't know. And it's hard because, like, I think that's what social media is about. It's about showing your highlights. Yeah. But people forget that, like we're just showing our highlights we're not showing our downs yeah. so i'm not gonna because here's the thing too if i'm about to show a picture of me crying or me like i don't know let's say me crying let's take i take a picture of me <laughs> crying i post it what are people gonna say majority of people do say oh well you are you getting attention right now like you just want attention yeah. like i've been like hearing that a lot before and i'm like well see that's the thing you can't really show your sad moments a lot unless you're friends are like super supportive like create a finsta or something because <laughs> um, i've definitely noticed like with my friends who have finstas like i'm there to support you i'm not gonna be judging if you're like if you if you have a picture crying i'm gonna be like hey girl like what's up let's talk like do you want to talk do you not want to talk okay what can i do so it's more like to it's more about people learning to be supportive rather than like thinking that if you're crying or if you're showing something sad you're like trying to grab attention yeah. or trying to like do too much or whatever it is because i think it is social media is about showing your happy moments your highlights and since not many people show the downs it's like wait what's going on yeah because <laughs> yeah, i i don't know if you remember this or if i even had you as a friend back then i don't know were we friends um but how was, long ago was this? This is like maybe a year ago when no, maybe it's gonna be about a year. Yeah, I, I barely like I honestly <laughs> did not know who you are until we did the strangers video, the pool video. I know. So <laughs> So yeah, so about a year ago I decided that you know what? Fuck this, I'm gonna be more open about what's going on in my life. So I posted a picture, and it was a pretty picture, but the caption was along the lines of my ex-boyfriend. So my ex-boyfriend and I didn't end in good terms. Um, long story short, he broke me. Hard key <laughs> broke me. And I was broken, like, for a good while. So in this picture, I said, like, 2018 is a crappy year for me. It's teaching me a lot of things, but I'm just trying to stay positive. And it was, like, a whole paragraph about, like, um shit happens basically and if i tell you the amount of connections i was able to make through that one post where people were reaching out to me it's like oh i went through a breakup recently too like i know how it feels oh i'm sorry about that like and there was a lot of supportive things and i was like whoa like even if you show a crappy i guess 
crappy highlight of your life, people, like, if you have genuine friends, they're going to be supportive. Yeah. So I think I did that for, because it was, like, throwbacks um, Thursdays or something like that. So I did, like, four posts about, like, how shitty my life was <laughs> through the <laughs> captions. And I got a lot of support, and I appreciated that a lot. Yeah, and I felt more genuine myself. Yeah. Like, I don't have to show you that I'm happy. <laughs> yeah, that's what I've noticed. Like, with my stories, um, like, my Instagram story, I don't really use Snapchat anymore because um, I don't know why. Oh, my God. That's a whole different, like, conversation. I, yeah, I don't want to get into it because it, it'll be, like, a whole whatever conversation okay. <laughs> about okay. that. But basically, to sum it up, like, I don't really use Snapchat too much, but um, it's kind of irrelevant. I, right now, I use the Instagram stories and, like, whatever. Uh, I used to always, like, post all, like, the highlight stuff, like, when I travel somewhere, you know, like, the nice view, the, the nice hotel room, the nice food. You know, like, if, if they serve the food all, like, kind of shitty, then, you know, I, I uh, change it up so it looks, like, more aesthetically pleasing. And then I put that on my story and, like honestly like no one cares about that yeah. and then i recently i've been more experimental with the stories and um i try to kind of like have more emotion in the stories um just kind of like reality mm -hmm. like i try to be more like transparent more honest with mm -hmm. my stories like and i've definitely noticed the change like the way people were uh responding to your uh boyfriend mm -hmm. story uh post mm -hmm. that like a lot of i've noticed a lot more people respond to my stories about um, you know, when I'm just kind of being honest and transparent with stuff, people don't ever respond to the other ones, like yeah. about the views and stuff, because no one really cares. Not really. Yeah. yeah. Like people are like, okay, like good, for, like that's just how I am. Like I see my friends are out traveling. I'm like, yeah, that's great. Like. Yeah. yeah. But I'm also not gonna make a huge deal. It's <laughs> <laughs> popping in my head right now. <laughs> It's gonna kind of sound fucked up, but it's the truth that I have to tell you. Like, whenever you have your stories about traveling, I honestly just like quickly just like tap through it. I'm just like, oh, I whatever. I know. Like the other day, I remember you had like this concert thing. I, I honestly just kind of like That's swipe. That's what I expected people to do. Please. I kind of just like swipe through it. I didn't really think much about it, but then you had another post where no. you're like all like sorry about all the concert things i'm being myself but like like that whole thing yeah. and then that's when i like i actually read that and then yeah i don't know that that was like more relatable kind of uh -huh. yeah i don't know like what i noticed is like with all your stories i always like respond or like pay attention to your stories when it's uh -huh. like about like a certain topic like when you have those big paragraphs oh that's when i actually like i actually read those that's what i've noticed and then when you have like all those things about like oh like check out the food i'm eating i just kind of like swipe through it oh, that's interesting i didn't know people actually read that yeah i actually read it. i don't know i like it i guess it's just like me personally i don't know how everyone else is but like me personally when there's like those long text things i usually read those yeah. the other day you had something about like um <clears throat> Yeah, I kind of forget we're doing a podcast, so I should kind of be explaining <laughs> what the story is. <laughs> so, like, the other day, you had a um, uh, post where you're talking about, like, overthinking because uh, you overthink. Oh, no, no, not overthinking. You're very observant. You said yeah. you're very observant. <laughs> and you um, basically, like, when you notice things, you have one of two options. Either you confront. kind of ignore it yeah. or you confront the other person. Mm -hmm. And I don't think I responded because, like, I was kind of, like, uh, I saw it right before I was uh, taking a shower. Mm -hmm. So, like, I was kind of busy with my own shit. But, like, that kind of stuck with me for, like, a whole day or two. Like, honestly. <laughs> Interesting. And, it, it, like, 
it really made me realize a couple of things with like my life. Like I realized I am very observant and a lot of people like really underestimate how observant I am. And yeah, I don't know. <laughs> That's yeah. what I realized after reading that story. From yeah. You. I mean, there's some things that just come off from like angry moments. And I'm like, shit, maybe I shouldn't have posted this. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there's other things that I'm like, okay, deep reflection time. <laughs> I should probably start calling it like that deep reflection time. <laughs> Yeah. I have a question like I, I respond a lot I like in general like whenever people have long paragraph stuff mm -hmm. I kind of like respond or if they're talking about like a mental health thing you know I'll kind of like give them my perspective mm -hmm. and then some people they just like don't really give a shit they'll just like mm -hmm. like my message and then not really respond to it but like for you like I have responded to like several of your stories before when you have the mm -hmm. big paragraphs when, when I like give you my perspective how do you respond to that are you just kind of like whatever about it or like do you actually like read it like when yeah. I send you it like think I, about it I'm pretty sure I responded to you right yeah, yeah you responded yeah, yeah. I, yeah, respond. like, I respond like yeah. what do you mean no like I I'm actually curious when like it like it's bringing in another perspective or even if it's not another perspective I, okay no I'm gonna be honest if it's like someone like oh yeah like I agree or they send those clappy hands or like whatever hands yeah. it's like okay cool like or the hundred or whatever it is I'm like okay cool I'm just gonna like yeah. I'm not gonna like yeah, yeah to respond right, to blah, blah. It. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. but it is like an input or um yeah like if it's an input then like I try to respond and add on to it. Obviously, it's something we, like you said, when you're taking a shower or whatever, you have like life things going yeah. on and you don't have time to respond, then I get that. So there's sense where I'm like, oh, I'll like it just because like yeah. I don't have time to respond. But like if it's an input, I try my best to like, all right, like what can I say back to this? Because it's like you're taking the time to mm. respond to something that I didn't expect to respond wants to yeah. so why am I just gonna like like and move on <laughs> yeah I guess like, I guess my question yeah. is more of like when I because I do that a lot I, mm -hmm. I just always give my perspective to other people if it like mm -hmm. if it kind of comes up because uh, I just I don't know I like naturally just spreading everything I know yeah. so like people could get another perspective people could use it to improve their lives mm -hmm. so like I guess my question is when I send you my like because every time I respond to your stories it's like a whole paragraph <laughs> <laughs> like I guess my question is do you like actually think about it like in depth or are you more just kind of like oh, okay that's another perspective I'll like it or like respond to um, it I think it varies on like the, the topic time of and... the time of the day or whatever oh, okay. it is like shit like I don't have time to think deep right now mm, yeah. but like there's sense I'm like oh like I'm bored I have like I can't go to sleep all right let's <laughs> talk about this yeah. I have a full-on conversation so it's also about uh, timing yeah you know? that's true yeah yeah because what I noticed is like me that's how I am. Like, I if, if it's something that relates to me, mm -hmm. I could have a whole hour-long conversation yeah. about it. And so, like, you know, I can't, like, practically do that with everyone's story I come yeah. across. So I usually send, like, a paragraph response. And then it varies. Like, I feel like you, you like, yeah, you pay attention to it more because, mm -hmm. like, you're into the mental health stuff yeah. and all that. But then, like, the thing is, I feel like I, I send, like, these paragraph responses to other people. And they're just, I feel like they're kind of just, like, okay, cool. I don't really care too much <laughs> i don't know I, I feel like i, I just like Dang. talk a lot and like uh, some people don't care too much so okay. that's why now a follow-up question to that do you so when i respond back do you find it annoying that like oh she's responding back i didn't like do you expect <laughs> it or like do uh, you like see that's, that's another input so there's times when i respond back and people are like just like it and move on with it. i'm like oh i guess 
What, what, what like completely goes through my mind is I personally, like this is my personal um, perspective. I personally freaking hate texting. <laughs> so like, and, and another thing is I am also like really busy with a whole bunch of other stuff. Cause like I am working on starting a brand, like a business. Oh, and so like, I'm okay. very busy with that. Uh, as like, honestly, if I had the time, like, I would definitely love to like, when you respond back to me, like I would love to just like respond back and like have a whole conversation mm -hmm. about the topic. But the thing is like, I practically cannot do that. I just like don't have the time to do all that. Yeah. So usually like I don't really respond to it. If it's if it's something where I'm like, okay, I have to respond yeah. back to that, then I'll respond. Okay, but usually what I personally do is like when you respond back to, so much responses. <laughs> so <laughs> I respond to your story. You respond back to that. And then like, I'll just like it. But like, whatever I read, usually I'll just, that thought will kind of stick with me. And then um, that just kind of manifests into something else in my mind. Yeah. Half the time, like if I'm not doing anything. Yeah. So. And I feel like it happens, like, you say, I'm not the best te texter either. <laughs> like, when it comes to, like, long-ass paragraphs, unless I'm mad at you, then, like, <laughs> the conversations aren't really that long, you know? Yeah. So I definitely agree on that. Like, it's, like, also the texting-wise part, like, it would be nice to have this conversation. Like, right now, have a conversation yeah. in person rather than, like, through text. Cause yeah. One, you can't really get that deep. There's a lot of typing yeah, going exactly. on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> With a lot of my close friends, like they always ask me for my perspective on certain stuff. And then it's, it's always over text. And I'm like, I honestly, like, I try to give my best explanation, but I'm just like, it's so much harder through text. Like I can't go that much in depth because otherwise I'm writing like a whole five page essay. Yeah. I always tell them like, he, like I always send my little like paragraph and then I'm like, I don't know if that made any sense to you, but like remind me about it in person and I'll yeah. go completely in depth with it. Yeah. But over text, I'm just like, I don't really have the time. Yeah. I feel the same way. I, I think the, this is maybe like a year. The last time I really had like full long conversations through text was with my ex boyfriend, and even that I didn't find it too healthy. Just cause, like, what do we have to talk about in person? Yeah, <laughs> you know. So like lately, my texting <laughs> has been like on the floor, Mine but it's too. like like I also try to reach out to people. Hey, how are you doing? And have genuine conversations. But I even then like find a phone call a lot better rather than I was just gonna say yeah, that yeah, I'm like I do I do that too I love talking to catching up with old people but I cannot text them I'll just like yeah, randomly call them yeah yeah I love that yeah a lot better than text, texting right? yeah. yeah there's just so much more emotion when you're talking yeah. and uh, you don't worry about emojis <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think a big thing with texting is you have the ability to overthink and then yeah. when you type something out you reread it you're like hmm, should I be saying it this way or should I reword it yeah there's a lot of overthinking yeah. a lot a yeah. lot it's like oh wait <laughs> delete 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then yeah. before you know it you spent like 10 minutes perfecting oh, the text yeah. and then you think it's perfect but then in reality you just like completely fucked up the whole entire text <laughs> see that's the thing with it it's like uh it's so complicated with like typing but the the periods and yeah. everything like, you gotta overthink a lot <laughs> yeah that's why i just love in person and that's the whole reason why like my personal like 
thesis, my personal like perspective on the whole um, mental health thing is social media is exposing our insecurities mm-hmm. right now because back then, like in the 1900s, we didn't have texting. We didn't have yeah, media. and so because of that, you know, we everything was in person, and in person we tend to not overthink stuff. We just kind of do oh. stuff. But now because we have social media, we're always. At our home, you know, just mm-hmm. overthinking every single step, and for me personally, like I noticed that the overthinking really consumed me, and the for me personally, and I, f- I'm not sure if this is how everyone is, but for me personally, like when I overthink, it turns into something it shouldn't be. Like yeah. I make a big deal out of it. I, I feel mm-hmm. like our brains have like a natural tendency to like a worst case scenario. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so bad. We, and in person, it's just like so much. Yeah. Fast paced, so much more easier. You're being your genuine self. You're not overthinking yeah. it. Yeah. Definitely. So, yeah, that, yeah. That's why I was like saying, I feel like social media is bringing out our insecurities and that's mm-hmm. why mental health is starting to become a big bigger like issue right now because i don't think like we really know how to handle social media i feel like majority of people use it incorrectly how so because a lot of like for me personally and a lot of people do it they're just on social media for hours um like with online dating you know one of the things a lot of people do i mean <laughs> online dating like, what, what, what do you think of it no 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 you don't like it <laughs> another topic <laughs> <laughs> like with online date without getting like too in depth with it like another thing with online dating is um you know I, I like the whole like with tinder you know you can swipe right swipe left and then you know if you match you know you talk to each other but my, my whole thing like the way i feel like we should be using tinder is we swipe like you match with each other text a little bit and then meet up as soon as possible in person not text for three months yeah. Like, don't gotcha, do that. Gotcha. That's that's the problem. Gotcha. Like, we, we text gotcha. for three months and it's like, it's gotcha. over the phone. Like, there's no genuine connection with that. It was like a little side story. Uh, one of my friends, I guess he read a book about how to get girls or whatever it was. Um, and I thought it was like very like, like, was a little sexist, like a book about how to get girls. But whatever, I listened to him. And he was telling me that exactly word by word. He was like, you know, when you meet a girl, you get their number. Like, hey, you start talking. Let's say you know them in person, talk to them in person, get their number. Like you meet them in person? Whether it's like in person or whatever it is, like you see that or whatever it is. Let's say it's in person, um, get the number. And then through text is when you could, I guess, ask them on a date. But after setting the day and time of that date, you don't talk to them until that date. Because if you keep talking about like, oh, how's your day, blah, blah, blah. Whenever you see that girl on that date, what are you going to talk about? Have you already talked about all your hobbies, music taste and all that? Mm. All right, mm. give me one second. Shit. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to ask him if I can stay here. Maybe like a couple minutes? Yeah, I don't know.
Positivity. On action. Oh, shit. I don't know if this is going to mess up your whole setup. Are we good? Yeah, we're good. I don't know. I'll figure out. How to okay. it. So basically what just happened is, uh, for all the podcast people, basically what just happened is we're in like a room right now and... At the library. <laughs> yeah, at the library. And like we had this room reserved until 11.30. And then the other guy came in who was supposed to be in the room right now. And I was just like asking him if he could stay any longer. Just being all positive. And then he's like, yeah, yeah, no problem. Positivity. Yeah. Positivity. <laughs> no, like I think it was a really good approach too. It wasn't like, hey, <laughs> like, yeah. give me this room. <laughs> yeah. 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 What were we talking about? Uh, oh, yeah, dating. The, the, yeah, dating. Dating. So basically he said... Um, after getting the day and time of that date, you don't talk to the girl until the date comes. Because mm-hmm. that's when it's more genuine. You get to talk about your hobbies. You get to talk about music taste and all that in person rather than through text. Mm-hmm. And like, like I said before, like uh, I was very like, kind of like, really? A book? <laughs> like that makes sense. I was like, okay, it makes sense for you to not text your whole life yeah. through... <laughs> I guess text yeah. <laughs> rather than in person. In person, it's more genuine, and yeah. you get to actually know someone. So my per- what, what's your perspective on it? Like, what do you because Tinder? that's what your friend like the whole texting yeah. thing. That's what your friend said, right? Yeah. So what's your perspective on it? I definitely agree on it. I feel like it's I enjoy. Okay, don't get me wrong. If I like a boy and we're texting the whole day, it's so cute and it's like sweet and stuff and like i have a huge smile on my day but then i'm not even living my own day mm, i'm yeah. like worried about like texting back yeah. this guy so i think and that's probably an approach i'm going to be taking from now on i think it's a lot more genuine for me to i could wait a couple of days till i see you to talk in person and then that'll be like my day with that person rather than like making the previous days about him because i'm texting him the whole time mm, if that yeah. makes sense yeah so I yeah I think I'm gonna do that now. <laughs> I don't, <laughs> don't <know>. text me. <laughs> I don't know what it is about me. Like my first girlfriend I ever had, she was really. I don't know if I should be saying this, but I don't give a shit. She was really needy, like really needy over text, like really needy. She would text me, like all day long, and me. and me I would like. Like, she's my first girlfriend, you know? Like, when you have your first boyfriend or first mm. girlfriend, you know, you kind of just, like, always respond to each other and stuff. <laughs> I don't know what it was about me. No, no. I never responded to her too much. Like, oh. I would leave her undelivered for hours. Damn. <laughs> I don't know why. And I've just never liked That's texting. That's why she's an ex-girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And yeah. it's just gotten, like, worse. I'm, like, wor- I'm a worse texter now. Oh, yeah. Like... I, I personally see nothing wrong with it. It's just the way I am. But, like, I sometimes I kind of feel... Because I'm always concerned about, like, how the other person is feeling. Mm-hmm. And, like, um, this one girl, like, she uh, that I'm kind of talking to right now. Ooh. Kind of. She, uh, she, she's, like, kind of introverted or, I don't know, she overthinks stuff. And she responds to me, like, immediately. And then... She like I can, she's one of those girls who likes texting and then like she'll text me something and then I'm just kind of like that's kind of the end of the conversation. I'm not I don't really want to text you back. Respond to a yeah, and then I, I feel kind of bad because I don't respond to it and I leave her like on just yeah. red and then I'm kind of like dude I feel like I'm an asshole over text. Yeah, I gotcha. <laughs> I think it goes back to like 
it's about setting those boundaries from the beginning. Yeah. Because the, the last boy I was talking to, similar situation where it's like, I have nothing else to say to this smiley face. So I sent another smiley face. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. And I just like continue the texting because I felt bad. I didn't want to be that person that like, yeah. like, <laughs> and that's it. So uh, I think it's about setting those boundaries from the beginning. Like, hey, um, honestly, I'm not that great of a texter. Can we just like stick to in person, yeah. phone calls or whatever it is? And um, you reminded me earlier when you were talking about Tinder of how earlier today, actually, one of my girlfriends showed me an article. I haven't read it, but um, she sent me an article of how like social media and like Tinder and all those apps are killing romance. And I'm like, well, I guess texting could be considered <laughs> also because it's true. Like, but killing romance in like what way? Like the um, whole like meeting each other I first read time. It, thing? Um, but <coughs> the way she explained it was um, the whole in person conversations. Like those are not as genuine mm, anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, interesting. Yeah, it's an article that actually has like a little podcast. I think it's like twenty five minutes, so it's gonna be on my way home. <laughs> send it <laughs> to me. You know. Yeah, yeah I'll I'll send it. it. Yeah, it for sure. Yeah, it's yeah. um, yeah, that's definitely happening. Guys do not talk to girls in person anymore, <laughs> as much. I feel like girls too. Shit, I don't even know how to flirt back <laughs> in person. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Does that ever happen to you that like? Well, I don't know if it applies to boys, too. But, like, I guess I've been told I'm a flirt for some reason. You're so a what? A flirt. So, for some reason, I'm a natural flirt. But when it comes to the guy that I like, I don't know how to talk to him. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So, like, are you asking me, like, am I like that, too? Like, yeah. Like, when it comes to, like, a girl I like, am I... Yeah, like, do you know how to talk to her or do you not? So, here's the thing. <laughs> before no because before i would like i think this is where it comes from it just comes from like kind of like not wanting to fuck things up that that's because that's what i I really went in depth with it with Mm -hmm. myself and that's what i noticed like if i me i don't give a shit about how i am with the other person but then if i like the person what starts happening is i start filtering myself I start filtering myself to, uh, like, what goes through my mind is, like, well, if I say this certain thing, you know, how is she going to respond to it? Maybe she might not like it, so I'm not going to do that because if she doesn't like it, then, you know, she's not going to be as attracted to me anymore. I I have, like, a whole filter, and that's what fucks me up, and that's why I don't know how to, like, you know, how what to do. And so the way I've changed that is I have this whole thing of if anything ever makes if anything ever gives me like the feeling of uh anxiety no i'm wording it weirdly if i'm ever anxious about a certain Mm -hmm. something i'm like oh that's a cute girl over there but uh, i don't want to talk to her i'm kind of afraid to talk to her Mm -hmm. if that thought pops up in my mind you know the average person's like okay i don't feel like uh it's making me nervous to talk to her so i'm not going to talk to her Mm -hmm. for me it's the complete opposite if something makes me nervous i'm like i'm gonna go do exactly that i think i was telling you when we did the video But whenever I am, like, fearful of something, I go do exactly that. And so what has happened is when, yeah, so when it comes to, like, talking to a girl I like, naturally, I wouldn't know, like, how, what to do. And I would, like, screw things up. But now I have this whole mentality of, like, I'm going to be, like, 
a step above how I naturally mm -hmm. am. So I don't know if that part makes sense, but so you're gonna be extra. <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 no, no, no. I guess that I'm wording it weirdly. I'm more mindful of like not filtering everything I do. I'm okay, more mindful gotcha. of like being my natural self. Yeah. Because if I'm my natural, because if the girl likes me in the first place, then she likes the natural me. Yeah. And so, yeah. And you don't have to put on any face. Yeah. yeah. Like this, this with this one girl on this, uh, we went on the. Ooh, she's gonna listen to yeah, me. She, you know she, that. She's gonna know exactly who this is if I say it. We went on like this hiking uh, date, and Ooh, she's she gonna is. know exactly. The girl knows. Yeah, she knows now. We went on a first date hiking date, mm -hmm. and honestly, I don't think I ever told her this. If you're listening, you're gonna know now. <laughs> Basically, first date, I was kind of like, mm, I don't know. I don't really think this is ever really gonna work out because she was 23. I was 20 at the time. And oh, I'm just okay. kind of like, yeah, I don't really think anything's gonna come of it. Plus, she also lived in Riverside mm -hmm. and I live in Upland, which is like a 40 minute gap. So I'm like, hanging out is gonna be so freaking complicated. So I'm just kind of like, yeah, I don't really think anything's ever gonna happen of the, uh, mm -hmm. from this. And so first date, you know, I was just kind of in this mentality of like, I'm just, I don't really give a shit. Nothing's gonna come out of it. So I'm just gonna kind of go on the hike and you know, just, yeah, that's it. That's all that went through my mind. And uh, what ended up happening is I ended up being the genuine like me mm -hmm. because I wasn't really trying to like please this other yeah person. I wasn't like well like if if I had this whole mentality of like oh you know this could really work out then what I would have done is I would have like filtered everything yeah. but because I was like I don't really plan on anything happening after mm -hmm. this date that's why I was just. 100% yeah. myself and then after that date we went on a second date and then during the second date I'm like huh you know what something could happen here oh. so the second date I started filtering myself oh, fuck. and that was <laughs> it was a fun date for the first half but then the second half oh my god it was like so shit I completely screwed it up and fuck yeah like that it just happened because like I'm filtering myself. Yeah, that's that's no. mainly what it is. No, I think, and <laughs> I'm laughing because my therapist recently told me she's like, um, when you're going out on a date with someone, uh, instead of thinking about like how I should act, how I should like, what I should be doing, acting, whatever it is, think about how this person's making you feel. Are you being yourself right now or are you totally filtering yourself? Mm. So like it adds up perfectly. <laughs> so no, she told me she's like, think about how it makes you feel. Are you feeling good? Are you comfortable right now? Are you feeling good? Do you feel like you're expressing yourself as you are? Do you think you're are you being fake basically? Yeah. And I think that's definitely something that helps me because it's like even if it doesn't have to be dating, even with friendships, like, am I being real with you right now? Or am I totally putting on a face that's not me and that's just not making me comfortable? So I'm all tense trying to be someone I'm not. Yeah. So I think it comes down to that, at least in dating. Yeah. Now I feel like that applies to everything. Yeah. You know what's popping up in my mind right now? Okay. The sorority girls. Like, Stop. Oh, my. <laughs> they. they <laughs> Because I follow a lot of, like, sorority girls mm -hmm. and, like, the stuff they have on their stories. Like, I just found, I don't know why they use the word. Like, some girls use the word love of my life, but it's mm -hmm. more of, like, love of, like, when they're saying it, it's more of, like, best friend of their uh -huh. life. And it's like, dude, you guys, 
met each other like two days ago and you're saying you just met your like best friend for life like <laughs> i don't know i'm trying not to be stereotypical just because i have a couple of friends who are so yeah, girls and they're totally not like that it sounds like there, there's yeah. there's there's the like small group of sorority girls that yeah. are like that i don't know it, it just popped up in my mind when you're talking <laughs> about that i can definitely be like that sometimes too where i'm yeah. like hey Hey, I just met my... Oh, no, actually, no, I don't think I do that. Never mind. Because <laughs> <laughs> a lot of uh, sorority girls that I know, most of them have just kind of told me about how there's just a whole bunch of drama in, like, the sorority. And it's, like, it's not genuine at all. Because mm. I know girls that were in sororities, but they left. And then I was kind of curious as to why they uh, left. And then that's what they all said. They're, like, it, it's a very fake environment because everyone's just kind of, like, buying shit for each other. And sometimes, like, it is real, you know? Okay. But major, I, I feel like majority of the time... They're just doing it for, like, the appearances, for the social mm -hmm. media, stuff like that. Like, there isn't really any, like, genuineness behind it. I um, recently had a conversation with one of my girlfriends about how uh, she was in a sorority, too. But we were talking more about how a lot of girls feel like it's a competition. It's a competition exactly, yeah. between, like, growing girls. Like, not necessarily in a sorority setting, but, like... Um, just, like, in life. Just in life, like... So I think we're talking, okay, here's the thing. For some reason, I end up talking about breakups and like heartbreaks with my girlfriends a lot. So with her, we were talking about like, she recently went through a breakup and all that. And she knows about mine. So we were like having a one-on-one, -on heart-to-heart conversation about that. And then it led to basically what we're talking about right now, <laughs> like connections, making those connections with people um, that are more genuine. And she told me, like, she's able to make those connections more with guys because she feels like guys listen to her and, like, like, she's there for them and all that. And lately, I guess she's been trying to make more girlfriends and be like, I want to do this with girls, too, not just with guys. And I'm like, well, I'm right here. But, <laughs> but also, I mean, it was about how um, I asked her, I'm like, well, what about your sorority? And she's like, oh, well, I don't really talk to them. So I was like, interesting. So, like... I think whether you're, whether it's a sorority, an organization, or a club, or whatever it is, you could really, I guess, have a family, but it's only if you're making those connections yeah. that are genuine and that are fully yourself, rather yeah. than fakeness. <laughs> yeah, you know what was yeah. popping up into my mind as you were saying that? <coughs> a lot of guys, they, like... Because I have a lot of, like, girlfriends that say the same thing. They're like, oh, yeah, you know, I hate talking to other girls because there's just so much drama. So they talk to a lot of guys. But, you know, what's interesting, I feel like a lot of the guys that girls talk to, I wonder, like, how many of the guys are just being, like, nice and stuff to kind of, like... Get at them? Yeah, just get at them. Oh, shit. Because, like... When it, when it comes to, like, guys and girls, the one thing, there's a lot of horny-ass guys. Like, I'm a guy, and I'm a guy, you know? Guys are open with each other about shit yeah. like this. They, they're always talking about, like, I know which one of my friends is lonely, and they're just trying to smash, and then, like, oh, which friends are kind of, like, loving life. Because, like, like when I go out with my guy friend, like, there's certain guy friends I have, and they're just, when, when we go out, like, to grab food or something, you know, they're always just paying attention to all the girls. Mm -hmm. They're like, oh, that girl's cute, that girl's cute. Those are the guys that are, like, more lonely and, like, they're trying to just smash. And their whole life revolves around, like, talking to a girl yeah. to smash. And then there's those other guys that don't always talk about that. And, like, those are the guys that I've noticed that are more just kind of, like, happier with life. And their world doesn't revolve around mm -hmm. talking to a girl. And 
Yeah. Uh, I can identify with that oh, so much. Uh, same thing. I, uh, I'm bringing it up again, but it's like, <laughs> so with my therapist. <laughs> no, she helps you all lo- a yeah. lot. So like a lot of my inputs, basically what I've learned from her too. And she is telling me about, because I'm not going to lie, like a lot of times I feel like my life revolves around a guy. And lately, I had been feeling like that, and I went to her basically for that. I was like, <laughs> how do I not get attached to boys? Tell me. <laughs> Ooh, what, what'd you say? That? No, um, that's, I'm interested no, in that. No, and she brought it up about like, well, let's think about who you are. What other identities do you have besides being someone's girlfriend? Um, so it was about finding my identities uh, as a whole person. Like, what am I other than just a girl looking for a boy? And I'm like, well, I dance. And she's like, okay, well, you're a dancer. And then she, um, I told her my, about my YouTube channel. She's like, okay, well, I guess you're a YouTuber too. <laughs> and then, like, it was like, you're a lot more than just um, someone's girlfriend or just whatever it is. So it was more about finding my identities as a whole person and not let that one identity take over me. Mm. Not letting, like... Um, Not letting, I gotta be a girlfriend. Yeah. I gotta be someone's girlfriend. Like, no, I'm more than that. I'm also a dancer. I'm also a student. I'm also a sister. I'm also... So it's. I think it goes back to finding a balance between everything and finding, I guess, a happiness with, within, like, the whole picture rather yeah. than, like, I'm gonna be someone's girlfriend and that's gonna make me happy. Because then that adds a lot of pressure on the guy. And it's like, this guy has to make me happy. And it's like, no, like, it's just and, an added factor. Yeah, and you, and you know what I hate about that? For like me personally, I a lot of, <clears throat> um, I, I know a lot of guys who their life kind of just revolves around them wanting to like get a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And the problem with that is that starts like consuming their lives. Mm-hmm. Like they, there's like this, one of my friends I have, for him, you know, like it's consuming him so much to the point where he doesn't want to hang out and stuff as much. Like with me, um, with, with his other friends, you know, he's just always so concerned with like, oh, dude, I, I just want to talk to girls. And like, he's not even working out anymore. Mm-hmm. And like, he's he's just like, it's affecting him his life. Like yeah. he's becoming more and more unhappy like day to day because of that. And then like the problem, the bigger problem with it is when, when that, when your life revolves around wanting to like get a girlfriend, what you start, you'll start like changing your whole life. Like when you, when you meet a girl, you, you'll start changing your whole life to adapt to her life. And like, it's just so toxic. Cause now like you're not even being yourself. You're just kind of changing who you are so that you could be with another girl yeah. and it really consumes you yeah like it's such a big thing and then it's more of a like if i have a girl i'm happy if i don't have a girl i'm not happy yeah so even with like let's say you do have a girlfriend like if i'm with her i'm happy if i'm not with her i'm not happy yeah. so like it's just a roller coaster and all that pressure on one person exactly. like shit. <laughs> and so yeah we basically mm-hmm. talked about that like you have friends too you're a friend too like don't just and it goes with anything too like with friends you can't just say i'm your best friend you're my best friend like just one person like you gotta have a 
different things that make you happy. And it, it, I feel like it's normal we have just one friend too, but don't have all that pressure of like, I gotta be happy with you. You're making yeah. me happy. <laughs> I have this whole thing of, I have like multiple friends for like different things. Like I have um, friends that are interested in like more mental health stuff. I know like, I guess you're like one of them too, you know? Yeah, I haven't really, <laughs> <laughs> I haven't really talked to you like too much about mental health stuff mm-hmm. because I feel like you're just always, honestly, hold on, I, I want to think about this. I think I never really talked to you about mental health stuff because well, we don't really hang out a lot. Yeah. Like, we, yeah, we barely know each and other. We don't I think, text yeah. Either, so and, and, like, I'm not, I'm not, I fucking hate texting. Text yeah. <laughs> like, the, I guess the only time we would, like, talk about. Phone call. Phone call, yeah. <laughs> phone call or, like, grabbing food in person, something like yeah, that. Yeah. And, but either way, what I was saying is, like, I have, um, people for like all the different things like you're a psychology major and you're into mental health now i'm going to remember that (laughs) and like whenever i want to have like a philosophical conversation about it i'm going to hit you up (laughs) and then like uh you know i have other friends who are like more into um shit i can't think of it on the spot (laughs) but like working out (laughs) yeah there you go like you know i have another i have other like other friends who are like you know they work out all the time like they're weak consists of going to the gym like seven days a week you know going the whole week going every day and so like you know i go to them about workout stuff um because you're a psychology major you know i'd go to you for like mental health and like a philosophical conversation about psychology i have like other people who are like computer science majors so if i want to have kind of like a philosophical conversation about like computer science and the future of it you know i'll go to them and then i don't know like i i I have this whole like model of like I have different friends for different mm-hmm. things because yeah you know you can't put everything on one friend yeah. like you can't talk to just one person about all the topics because mm-hmm. they're not knowledgeable in all the topics mm-hmm. so yeah and it's also the going back to the like if i'm talking to you i'm happy if i'm hanging out with you i'm happy but what happens when that person's not there like shit i'm gonna be unhappy now. <laughs> so it's like depending too much on one person just yeah not healthy yeah definitely definitely yeah (laughs) you you know what's interesting that um (laughs) the whole reason i'm I'm like going down this path the whole reason i am uh going down this path of like entrepreneurship mental health and all that it's all over a girl basically and the truth comes out that's it for the podcast he's not doing any more for the rest of the year (laughs) yep you guys gotta wait till the next podcast yeah it's it's that's what's crazy like it's all, all this shit is over a kind of a combination of girls i okay. guess not just like one girl but it's senior year of high school <laughs> it took me three weeks to ask a girl out on a date <laughs> like the thing is she sat right next to me in math don't class blame you, though. Huh? i don't believe yeah you, she sat right next to me in math class we would talk every day one of the days the teacher was like we, we, it was math class, so we did like a 30 minute long math problem. After the math problem, he's like, all right, you guys, so the person you're sitting next to, give each other a compliment. So like, we just turned to each other and then she, she spoke first. She's like, I forgot how she worded it exactly, but she said something like, I'm attractive. Like she thinks oh, I'm attractive. Shit. She lied to you and you're, I'm kidding. She, she did, I'm she, kidding. she liked me. And then I'm just like, in my mind, I'm like, she's cute too. <laughs> I could do something out of this, but I didn't know like how to like say it. I didn't know how to speak it. I didn't have that confidence. So I'm just like, she she told me like I'm attractive. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Literally that's it. 
<laughs> and then like she's probably overthinking it like damn dude did i just like come off too strong and then like i'm over here like fuck how do i tell her that i like her i don't know what to say <laughs> and then i was telling my friends like after that was my first period after that class i leave and i walk with like two other friends and i was telling them how that happened and then like they were encouraging me to like ask her on a date and then i would be like every day they would ask me like did you ask her on a date yet i'm like dude i couldn't do it <laughs> It took me three weeks. I finally asked her and like, she was so freaking, like she was sad the whole day, like that morning. Uh, usually she's more like positive and stuff. And then she was like really sad that day. And then I don't know what the fuck popped into my mind. I asked her anyways. And like, it noticeably changed her mood a lot. And like, she was down. And then um, that's, that's when, I don't know, that just, I just remembered that. And then when I got into college, I just kind of had this thought one day. I'm like, dude, what the fuck am I doing? Like, you know, college people, they like, when you're a freshman, you know, you kind of just like talk to each other, talk to everyone, make as many friends as you mm -hmm. can. And like, I was very introverted. I, I wouldn't know how to do that naturally. And so it just hit me. I'm like, dude, what the fuck am I doing? Like, I just go to class, go home right after. I'm not talking to anyone. It took me three weeks to ask a girl on a date. <laughs> so like, that's kind of like where it started from. Mm -hmm. And then um, that was like first year of college. I didn't really do too much my first year of college, but I did like, somehow I worked my way up and I got the balls to like talk to this one girl in my computer science class. Ooh. And she like the, the way I did it though it, it was really interesting because she thought like I talk to girls all the time uh -huh. like that, that's what I mean with like I have this whole thing of like my whole like you know the thing I was like telling you earlier the like I, I kind of like one-up myself I don't know how to explain it um I think you're trying to say you're just more genuine more like authentic like no, more you know, you know what? Than, like, the, the word I use for it is I fake it till I make it mentally. Like I kind of like mm. pretend I'm someone that I'm not. Mm -hmm. Like if if it if it's something that I want to be, like if I want to be a confident person, just like talking to whatever girls mm -hmm. I want to, then I kind of like get into this mentality of oh I am that person. Mm -hmm. And then, but in reality, like I'm all the way down here, and then like this is where I want to be. But if my mentality is up here, then I'll eventually like work my way up to there. Does that make sense? A little. I'm a little confused too. Like I basically, I, um, I didn't have the balls at all to like talk to a random girl. Mm -hmm. And I would just kind of like tell myself like, okay, you know, where I want to be in a year from now is I want to be confident as hell talking to random girls. Okay. And so like, you know, to become confident, confident to talk to random girls, I have to talk to random girls. Yeah. And so like, I just kind of like push myself to like mm -hmm. talk to random girls. And, um, yeah, this one girl I talked to, like, she she thought, like, I had talked to random girls a lot. Like, she thought I'm a fucking, like, player or something. And that was, like, little did she know. That's, like, the first girl I basically talked to. Oh, okay. And then, uh, yeah, that, that went good. I got her number. She was down to go on a date. We went on a date. Is this the terrible. hiking one? <laughs> no, this is a different one. We went on an Ikea date. Oh, my God. Cute, I guess. And... It was terrible. <laughs> I didn't know how to, like, I was trying to be someone I wasn't. I was trying, like, the whole perfectionism thing we were talking yeah, about earlier. That's what, that's what the problem was. I wasn't being my genuine self. Yeah. And it was just yeah. kind of good, but kind of bad. Yeah. It's complicated because it's like, you got to fake good to you, make it for certain things. But yeah. other things, it's like, nah, stay yourself. So it's like 
I guess a good balance of like yeah exactly a good balance of the two. make sure you're authentic in the sense like you're being yourself but at the same time you could fake confidence yeah like, like I don't know it's a weird it's, it's balance a combination. yeah it's like, a weird balance. It, I guess like this might make more sense like when I started getting into making YouTube videos one of the things I had a hard time with is like uh, what are people gonna think if I'm just like holding yes, my camera like this yes. so what I would convince myself is like all right I am a YouTuber with million subscribers and like I do this shit for a living so I don't care what anyone thinks I have a million <laughs> subscribers and I'm making videos all right so fuck what everyone else yeah. thinks I got into like that that's like my fake it till I make it yeah. mindset okay. but then like when I would talk to people I would be real as fuck with you're them. not gonna be like, like oh I have a million subscribers <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah like if they, if they bring it up if they're like how do you do it dude like how do you just you how do you hold the camera in front of a lot of people mm -hmm. like someone asked me that and then I'm just I was like straight up 100% honest and transparent. I'm like, dude, honestly, like when I do it, you know, on camera and everything, I look like, I look like I know what the fuck I'm doing. I look confident as hell, but in my mind, dude, yeah. <laughs> it's a whole different story in my mind. No, I could definitely relate. Like when I'm talking to myself in the in the car or something, people <laughs> passing me, I'm like, fuck them, we're doing this video. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's, it's like a combination of the fake until you make it yeah. mentally and then, at the same time, staying truth to yourself. Yeah, to, true to yourself, yeah. yeah. Dang. It's, um, yeah, like even with this podcast, you know, it's like, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. This is my second podcast. I so. like it though. Yeah. I like your little setup and everything. <laughs> like, shit, I feel professional. Yeah. <laughs> I try to like, like I, get, <laughs> I get into this mindset like, all right, you know, I've been doing podcasts for a long time. You know, like even when I was doing the introduction to it, I did, I did not know what the fuck I was doing. I'm just like, uh, okay, let's say like I have a million subscribers to this podcast. What would they want to hear? Yeah. I just kind of put myself in that shoes and then it really like kind of manifests from there i like that and then yeah yeah i think yeah back to it like it's a good combination of both balancing yeah. it like fake some things such as confidence or like some i don't know what else i could think of on top of my head but also being yourself like, yeah and then like this is the being myself part just like being so transparent yeah with yeah, yeah like yeah. i'm having a conversation with a friend yeah we're friends exactly. now <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was a good bye. Like I told you, yeah. I told her in the start of the podcast, I have 10 questions and we were not going to go through all of them. And we did not Shit. go through all of did them. We go, I think we did like three, didn't we? Kind of. And then like, so, and then we, I just kind of like went with the flow of the yeah. conversation. So some of the stuff we talked about did, um, we did cover like the questions oh, somewhat. Hey. So yeah, but, like that. yeah, that was a good yeah. podcast. Um, yeah, I don't Bye. really know how to end podcasts. <laughs>